Welcome back to the Chronicles of Critics. I'm your host, Caleb, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Connor and Andy. We are on a mission to find the best movie of all time. We will be reviewing and rating some of the world's most beloved movies on a scale of 1 to 100, based on the metrics of entertainment, education, and influence, to find out which is truly the best film of all time. guys welcome back to the chronicles of critics podcast i'm caleb and i'm joined here with my friends connor and d i see what you did there yeah very Ooh. clever <laughs> i've been i've been holding on to that one for like two weeks <laughs> <man>. <laughs> i thought i was like oh that's really dumb i want to use that <laughs> well how's it going connor well, guys, I feel like I can do the truffle shuffle after this 4th of July weekend, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, after all the 4th of July snacks. Mm, yeah. uh, <laughs> that was so weird, that part. The truffle shuffle? I, that did not age well for me. Uh, no? I don't know. I did not enjoy that. Yeah, I feel like that's something that if they were to remake this movie... That mm, would not be out. acceptable. Yeah, fat shaming is not allowed no. in 2022. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Andy, you do bring up a good point. My thought about this is that this movie is at really high risk of being remade. Really? I think I think, think it so? is. Just based off of the formula. Okay. Mm, yeah, everything's being remade. Okay. Classic 80s movie. All right. It's got nostalgia. It's got mm-hmm. like a, a wonderful, cute story with uh, main characters that are still alive today. So, but dude, do you think it is going to be remade when they've already remade it, but better in Stranger Things? No, oh my! Stranger God. Things is the better version of Goonies. That's what I'm going to say. No, it's going no. on record. No, it's, oh, yes. it is not Goonies. It is, it is not. the better. It is no. unique. It's Goonies if Goonies was world. <laughs> no, because uh, Goonies isn't like horror. Like Stranger Things is horror. True. You know, there's there's element. You're right. It's definitely more adventure. There's no monster in Goonies. It's but there is like I, actually no. There is a monster. No sludge or whatever his name is. S- sludge. What's his sludge. Sludge. What's his name? <laughs> Just trash. The whatever his sloth. Name. Sloth. Sloth. Yep. sloth. I was close. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah. See, there's a monster. But he turns out to be good, but there's still evil people, right? He's a human being, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Who got dropped on his head what too many times? I only about. dropped it once. Okay, maybe four times. Maybe <laughs> more. I don't know. <laughs> Rockabye, baby. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny, actually. I really, <laughs> really? that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh. Well, Connor, or I mean, Andy, what about you? Andy. How's it going in your Andy. corner? Andy. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Just uh, some stupid kid slashed my tires the other day. What? No I was way. trying to chase them down. Yeah, it's my little brother. <laughs> oh. Another movie reference, guys. Oh. <laughs> Wait, yeah, is that's... Is that E.T. or... No, that's... Uh, um, he didn't slash the tire. He, like, let the air oh, yeah, out, Yeah, he let right? the air out. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had to take the little girl's bike, yeah. you know? Oh, <laughs> you're right. See, Connor didn't rewatch the movie last week, mm. so um, so he doesn't know every little. All reference. of our film references are gonna go right over your head, right? <laughs> Just because I've, I've seen this movie <laughs> like eight hundred like, times, guys. Your tires got slashed. Yeah, I'm so sad. 
<laughs> my, my uh, what is it called? The alternator got stolen, or no? What is it? The piece the that ca- people the catalytic the converter, catalytic converter got oh, stolen no. on my car. Man, these hooligans, these goonies, these, these goonies. Don't, what is uh, what goonies. does goonies mean? Even they keep calling each other goonies. I, I feel like it's like the friend. You know, how you always have your friend group name. Mm-hmm. Like me, I used to be known as the flip flop squad. <laughs> please tell me you're that joking. Was, that I'm was not joking. Please tell me that's some uh, movie reference that I'm did just not getting. Did you have a squad here. name, Connor? Did I have a squad name? I don't think we did. We called our we called each other like weird nicknames though. Like I was Fred. The guy Nightwind was Bob. Nope, not Nightwind. <laughs> Wait, not Bob and Fred are not nicknames. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't count. That counts to us apparently because that's straight up. <laughs> It was Bob, Fred, and George. Those are just mm. boring names. Those are sounds <laughs> sounds like a booty trap to me. Sounds like no, that was it. <laughs> that was, uh, I didn't have a squad name. I don't think. No, no. I didn't have the Pouch Brothers. The we were the, yeah, we were the Pouch Bros. You yeah. know what did you say? The homeschoolers. The, the homeschoolers. Here they come. The homers. <laughs> the homers. Look out! The homers. The oh, there's the, the home. No, no, no. Down. It's the homies. The homies. The homies. That's Aww. a great nickname. That's like the that's Goonies. A, that's a good yeah, one. like the, the Goonies. Homies. I think but, the Goonies come from goons. goons. It, like yeah, it has like, like a negative connotation. Rascals. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because doesn't um, one of the like the quote unquote cool kids say like you Goonies or something like that? Like he's yeah. calling them a bad name. But is he calling them Goonies because they literally go around calling them them Goonies all because they're like we're the Goonies? I know, but would if you were a bully, would you respect? What they want to be called, or would you, would you try and call them something that makes them feel bad? I don't know. That's fair. Also, what came first? Maybe they called themselves the Goonies because everyone kept calling them Goonies, and they embraced it. They just embraced leaned into it. So it. it's uh, I just googled everybody. Oh, Sorry, yeah, wow, that's running the fun. <laughs> so, no, that's good. We need to have uh, some definitive. Yeah. It derives from the the fictional neighborhood that they kind of live in called the Goon Docks. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Makes sense. The Goondocks. The Goondocks. Andy, the fact checker. Wow. I'm the one Good with the laptop you. here, And guys. we're just the yeah. speculators over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm just over here just pulling this straight out of my brain. <laughs> our, our podcast is also informational. Informational. That's right. Every now and then. <laughs> Conversational and informational. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very conversational. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh. Guys, I love this movie. All right, this movie has so many stars in it. I know. I, right. I saw it for the first time this year. Last year, sorry. Really? Yeah, what? first time seeing it. I, I don't know really? how I missed this hype train. Maybe it was one of those movies that my parents didn't want me to see, like me and my brother, because it was so rowdy. And yeah. it finally took me, you know, 27 years to to pop it in and watch it. And I, I do admit, it, I think it is really good. So the, yeah. What was your experience? Yeah. As a first time later on, you liked it. I, I mean, there's certain aspects of the film that annoy me, but that's because I'm watching it as an adult, mm-hmm. but I can definitely feel that, that sense of adventure and that, yeah. like that wants to, to go out on your bikes and ride around and look for pirate ships and stuff. Dude, doesn't yeah. that sound so much fun? Like, <laughs> it does. I, it really I would love does. To go back. They really did capture the adventurous childhood spirit, you know, where yeah. like 
That's all I want to do is go on. I mean, every time I would go out as a kid, it was an adventure. I'd, I'd have my stick and it was like, oh, it's a sword. And you have a, you know, vivid imagination. So you're, you're always going on an adventure, you know? Mm-hmm. Fair and enough. that is, uh, but they actually did it. That's, yeah. it's like the dream, you know? And this is like the, the dream dream. You know, you find a, a map in your dad's attic. Oh, yeah. And it's cool like stuff. leads to treasure from Ponce de Leon. Is it Ponce de Leon? I don't I remember. No, it was, Some, um, it was, a, I think it was a literally a made up. From of, One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed yeah, Willie. One-Eyed Willie. That's right. Ponce yeah. de Leon. I, was, I just saw Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so that's, uh, four, that's the real That's treasure. the fourth one. That's another treasure one. That's a terrible one. <laughs> <laughs> they just get worse and worse as they go. Yes. But <laughs> yeah, finding a treasure map and it's a treasure hunt movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's the, the kid version of National Treasure. It's the... <laughs> Totally. So they have remade this. <laughs> they, they, they have. Yeah. You know, they cast it totally is the quintessential kids adventure movie. That's yeah. what this is. Uh, yes. There's nothing, quintessential no better way to describe it movie. than, I mean, it's just, it really captures that adventure. There's, yeah. So what, what would be some other kid adventure movies that aren't the quintessential ones? So you guys, according uh, to Caleb, Stranger Things. Yes, mm. but okay, but you have to factor in TV show versus yeah. movie. And I think Stranger Things. The reason I bring it up is because Stranger Things definitely pulled influence from this movie. I mean, yeah. you even have—is it Sam? Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who he played Sam a character Wise. in Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah, Sam Wise. He's the main character in this. Um, I think even in Stranger Things, he has a few lines that are similar to lines that he said in Probably, Goonies. Yeah, I, I believe it. So. so there's there's a lot of callbacks. I mean, Stranger Things does that with, a, I mean, there's callbacks to The Thing and there's callbacks to a lot of Stephen King stuff. And so well, they, the Stranger they Things a lot. is like heavily, even though it takes place in the 80s, they throw in so many 80s references mm-hmm. that it makes it. Yeah, it makes those callbacks even like, I guess, appear like callbacks. But yeah. in, in context of the film and the lore, it, it should just naturally be occurring. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, funny. It's like they it's like, reference, there's a poster of the thing hanging on the wall. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a callback to this 80 movies that is like influential to how they wrote this story. But it's also something that came out during the time this movie is set. So it's like yeah. a double whammy that yeah. like, would actually be hanging up on yeah. someone's, someone's they, bedroom. What do you guys know just offhand what year Stranger Things is in? It 80s. goes from like 83 uh-huh. into 86, I think. Okay. Um, that would have been gold if Sean Astin, when he was playing Bob oh, in Stranger like Things, if he was Goonies? watching the Goonies oh. with like oh. Will or something. Yes. That would have been insane. Uh, missed that, opportunity. I know. Uh, what year did the Goonies actually come out though? Was 85. 85? Yeah. Oh, so he died though in like 84. Yeah. In yeah. The, he yeah. died season two or season three? Season, season two. two. Yeah. So he died before Goonies came out. Weird. <laughs> Man. But yeah, I'm definitely riding the Stranger Things hype. So everything is Stranger Things to me. So yeah. I, I want to poke, poke that idea for a little bit just okay. because. So if we're talking a quintessential kids movie. Kids adventure movie. Kids adventure movie. Yes. Um, I I almost wouldn't show Stranger Things to a kids kid. at a certain age. Yeah, that's a good point. Like maybe maybe 
13. Like, I feel like yeah, Stranger Things is PG-13. very PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're right. That would make it not the quintessential kids' adventure. And, I mean, it's kind of like Harry Potter and that, like, now you're in the fourth season, they're, like, 23 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they they're no longer kids by any means. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Stranger Things, so take... So we have The Goonies came out and it's a movie that our generation grew up watching when we were kids. And so, but it, it was made for kids at the time, right? Like sure. adult watching it back then, they're like, no, this is a kid's movie. Yeah. Now us like go going into adulthood, Stranger Things is like, it's like made for our generation still because of those 80s callbacks. Yeah. Callbacks. And... Um, there's one other point I was going to make. Um, yeah, so it, there, it's made, f- I just feel like Stranger Things is made for us. And yeah. like kids these days would not really understand 80s references, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which I think is funny because I'm like, I was not a child of the 80s. I was born in 93. So I don't yeah. know why I love 80s so much, but I stink yeah. and love it. Yeah. Any, well, anything 80s. Yeah. It just yeah. really hits home. Well. It almost didn't. I mean, I don't know when VHS came out. <laughs> I mean, I was I mean, alive it, during the prime of VHS. Mm-hmm. I feel like the '80s kind of like spawned like pop culture. Like it, there were tons and tons yeah. of like amazing pop culture that came out of the '80s. Maybe that's which what it is. Makes it such an iconic um, era. Because I mean, you have the '70s, which are like known for like you know, kind of your hippie. You know, your yeah era then you have the 60s which is kind of like the revolution what mm-hmm. is that called the you know revolution <laughs> there's a, there's a name for the 60s all right but oh like yeah what era it was but like you know there's still like pretty proper and there weren't so many influential things that came out of the 60s obviously you have music and so on mm-hmm. and so forth but the 80s is has i feel like especially right now has the biggest influence on our culture in 2020 we have a lot of the same like clothing styles hairstyles yeah. are all Ooh, we're like, like everything from the 70s just died yeah you know like it never it did not last it didn't come back it well just i feel died. like the, the 70s kind of like came back in like you know 2010 mm. there was a little bit of that kind of like that long like moppy hair like kind of thing hmm. and then the 80s you have Mullets, all right. Which, oh, yeah. I, how many people do you know that have a mullet right now? Way too many. I know so many. Mm. Okay, too many. Yeah, it's. I. I don't think that came back in a good way. <laughs> I don't I'm telling you what. I want good. a mullet. Okay. <laughs> Mustaches. Must, I was just yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. my next. That's thing. the other one. The yeah. mustache. Again, I. I did that. I did mm-hmm. the mustache. Did. Yeah. All right. One more Stranger Things thought. Uh, so. I mean, obviously we have the similarities. It is like kind of a kid's adventure. You got little kids riding their bikes through their town. They're Mm -hmm. like, they are going on an adventure, you know. Um, But it's kind of like, speaking to what you were saying, it is much more scary. You know, Mm -hmm. there's there's real monsters. There's a lot of elements of horror in it. And I, I read an article where they described it perfectly how Stranger Things is. There was like, okay, it's like the... The elements of horror of a Stephen King novel, but it's has a lens over it of the Spielbergian, um, like idyllic, like the warmth, like, influence. like the Spielberg warmth of like oh, a Spielberg yeah. story, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like the way he tells E.T. And he was involved in the Goonies 
as well. I think he was executive producer. Yeah. Right? So yeah. he had some a hand in it, and he just brings a warmth to some of his stories that um, that I think Stranger Things nailed that vibe. You know, it, it was a good balance of the scary and the horror, but also the the warmth and the just kind of the heartfelt nature mm-hmm. that you get with Spielberg stuff. And I think that um, his influence is very clearly seen in the Goonies as well. Yes. Okay. Kid adventure movies. I had to do some research to pull them back into my mind, but Sandlot. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one is very similar. To that Goonies. might be my, that might be my top kid adventure movie. I love the really? Sandlot for some reason. I love the Goonies. It's so, it's so good, but I don't know. I hmm. watched the Sandlot so much as a kid. I think I don't. Okay, I don't really like either of these movies, Sandlot or Goonies. Wait, what? But I think I like Goonies less than Sandlot. Wow. I think yeah. So I'm gonna bring your scores down tonight, guys. Wait, you you like Sandlot I, more than the Goonies? Just marginally more. But I disliked both of them. Hmm. <laughs> How could you? Here's dislike the problem. The Goonies. Did you rewatch it? The problem it? is because I've I watched it as an adult. I didn't watch it as a kid. You have to watch this movie as a kid. I think to get the most out of it. Well, I don't know, Andy. I mean, Andy. Andy I, watched it as an adult. He liked it. I guess he's a kid at heart. I feel like the influence <laughs> of this movie is unique enough to where it comes out on top as better than Sandlot. Like they've tried to remake Sandlot to yeah, match they have like generations, like Ford sequels yeah. to it, and um, oh. I think terrible. Oh, and some people, you know, like I feel like girls wouldn't like Sandlot, mm. whereas girls probably would like The Goonies better. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um. So yeah. it just fits a wider demographic. Um. The other contender is E.T. I don't know. What what do you guys think if E.T. is... I think E.T. is better, for sure. I have never seen E.T. What? So... Are you kidding me? I choose the Goonies. Quintessential. (laughs) I I almost... I wanted to do E.T. over Goonies, but it was in your honor we did Goonies. Thank you, guys. And we just did... I mean... Spielberg had his hand in this, but we just did Jurassic Park. So I feel like we couldn't do another directed by Spielberg movie. Yeah. yeah so the way fair. I see it. So we just settled for executive we still, yeah, he's, he's everywhere, though. Like, during this, so Goonies came out in 85. E.T. came out in 84, I believe. Mm. And so I, my guess is there was, like, these these kid movie kind of, tr- this kid movie train that mm-hmm. was on the tracks. Yeah. And so that's what they're kind of going for. Um, me personally, I would rather watch the Goonies than ET. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, there's nothing me wrong too. with ET in my opinion, but we should do ET around Halloween. That's okay. Perfect, yeah. Let's, let's not revisit hocus it for focus you, Connor. Two. <laughs> not hocus focus two. <laughs> Is that supposed to come out this fall? Yeah. You mean that absolute yeah. garbage of a of a I can, sequel? I can foresee. Be? Certain significant others taking part in a podcast spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> I know we'll have to hocus pocus convince too. them to do that again. Another oh, they, they, 30 I'm pretty minute sure they. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's already on the calendar. Should ask. Is it, ask I think it is. Gigi and Brandy were already talking about it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to rope a in. We can do this." Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Like, oh, okay. 
All right, well, shall we hop into our scores now? Yeah. We got all our random thoughts out? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Speaking of random thoughts, maybe we should do some listener comments. Hmm? Ooh. Okay. I'm going to start with uh, a new commenter. La Chelta says, what kid didn't secretly wish to discover a treasure map, overcome obstacles and booby traps, escape scary convicted felons, and uncover real treasure on a pirate ship? Goonies is the ultimate adventure, like we're saying. It has everything you could want and totally holds up watching it as an adult with or without kids. Oh, so see, she watched it as a kid, grew up still good as an adult, even though she didn't have kids. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of that is because of the comedy of the film. Like sometimes if if a movie is funny, it will last longer and hold more of an influence. Like if it has that comedic like relief mixed in with all of the. And so that's my that's my theory, you guys. Mm. So agreed. La cucaracha. La. What was it? La cucaracha. <laughs> La chelta. La chelta. La chelta. So, so sorry, not even close. La cucaracha. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Brandy M. Walker oh. has oh. her two cents to add. Top she listener. says Brandy, Brandy M. Listener. Walker. Brandy M. Walker says second best ever. Second, second best. best. What's the best? The Back to, Back the, to the Future. Back to One, the Future. Two, wow, second mm. best. She says, <laughs> so incre- technically fourth best. Yeah. As- yeah. Uh, fourth best ever. Incredibly nostalgic, majorly quotable, decent star power for its time. Great summertime watch. Cindy yeah. Lauper, it's 100 for me. Dude, Cindy Lauper, that, yeah. <laughs> I know. Also, did you know that this was Josh Brolin's first film? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously he's a kid. But yeah. That's, that's kind of like, cool. Yeah. I mean, he's older than the rest of the kids yeah. in the film. But like, yeah. I was like, Haven, do you know who that is? She's like, what? Who is that? I'm like, that's Thanos. That's yeah. Thanos. Or um, I Llewellyn. Is that his name? Llewellyn? Llewellyn. 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 Oh, yeah. From uh, No Country? From No Country. And speaking of Haven, shut your mouth. I'm going to throw you back on them. <laughs> <laughs> little little callback to No Country for oh, yeah. you, for you chroniclers one. out there. That Talk about majorly quotable. That one's majorly quotable. Oh, yes. But Haven Noel, 23, also offers her two cents and says, I think I would have liked it more if I saw it as a kid. Still cute, though. Wow. <laughs> That's it. Cute. Uh, still cute. cute. Yeah. Still cute. cute. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think if... If I had seen it as a kid, I would probably have much better things to say about it. I probably would have enjoyed it more, but I missed out, man. I didn't, I, I really think that's the key because I didn't watch it as a kid. It lost a lot of its luster for me. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we talked a couple episodes back about um, movies. I, I can't remember if it was in Back to the Future or what it was, but oh. like cult classic movies. Yes. And do they hold up for people that are watching them like as adults? Like for the you know, first for the, time. For the movies where all three of us grew up watching it and we love all three of us love it. Yeah. And the people that comment and things that say, Oh, I don't really care for this film. Yeah. Like, do they really hold up? And so here we have it. Yeah. The well, Goonies. we we talked about it with Top Gun, how like, okay, when you have older movies that were classics, you're fighting against you didn't see it originally. Mm. So you don't have the same feelings as you would have in the original time. Mm-hmm. But secondly, you're also fighting against the the hype of it's so built up. Like the Goonies is pretty built up, you know? 
So if you're watching yeah. and expecting this great thing and doesn't live up to your expectation, like expectation has a lot to do with your perception of a movie. Like it's true. Um, take recent uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. I feel like going into it, I had high expectations and then it, I didn't think it was that great. So it really let me down, you yeah. know? It's true. So if you <laughs> see, but then you know how you beat expectations is you watch it twice. Oh, you watch it okay. twice. You watch it twice. First time to, to confirm that the movie sucks. Oh. No, you're right though. Because my brother, when he first saw like Endgame, I think it was, he hated it. And the second time he watched it, loved it. Yeah. And see, it was, that was me for Dr. Strange. First time I watched it, I was like, oh man, this isn't that good. Second time I watched it, Freaking loved it. You watched it twice already? Yeah, I watched it twice already. <laughs> well, that's two times when more he, than I have. He, <laughs> <laughs> well, another big thing that plays into it is who you watch it with. So mm, depending on who you watch it with, that that can very heavily skew your scores of, yeah. of a movie. And I think sometimes any movie. Yeah. watching with... There's a couple of things. Watching it with someone that will either make fun of it with you mm-hmm. or who loves the film dearly. Yeah, I think makes a big difference. Yeah, so you have for this movie for movie. for Goonies. If you were watch it with like your little pals, you know, when you're eight years old, oh, it's gonna yeah. be the best movie you've best ever seen. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is a great like sleepover movie. You know, stay yeah. up late. And yeah, you guys mm-hmm. want to do that? <laughs> you guys, want to- <laughs> sure, okay, guys, bring this movie up for me. <laughs> bring it up. Let's do it. Break out the gummy worms. And the oh, yeah. There we bags. go. Let's there, go. Yes. <laughs> and the bikes. No, I'm that's down. what we'll do for ET for Connor. Ooh. Oh, nice. interesting. I'll bring my lightsaber. We can have a lightsaber. Yes. Battle. You should. Yeah. Lightsabers yeah. are in the movie. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I have a yeah. feeling. Yoda's in the movie. Yeah, doesn't he dress Yoda's up as Yoda? In, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Are we ready? Plan? Yeah. All right. All right. Scores. Entertainment is where we're starting. Entertainment has to do with the overall look and feel of the movie. Is it consistent? Does it pull you in? Does it engage you? Is the acting good? Is the directing good? The writing, the cinematography, all those things that make a movie a movie. Did it entertain you? Did you genuinely enjoy it? And I... Did not. So I gave it a 57. Boom. Ah, that's 57, 57 points that means, for it. That means it is okay. On our scale, 57 means okay. I thought it was okay. Entertainment-wise. Entertainment-wise. Yeah, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But first, what do you guys think? I gave it an 85. Mm, okay. Wow. I accept mm. that. I can yeah. see why you could give it 85. 80s, 80s are... Amazing. That is great. Mm, no, awesome. Awesome. Eight is awesome. Hmm. The eighties are awesome. As we've Seven, 70 as we, yeah. is great, right? Seventies great. Mm. I'm I'm feeling I'm vibing a, a high seventy from you. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. I think just on the board, I'm gonna give it eighty. Ooh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate it. It deserves just an eighty. Barely on the it border does. of awesome. Wow. Yeah, it is awesome. You know, I'm really glad that you see it differently because I feel like we we represent a, a good Mix like Connor is of the people who seen it as a kid and love it. Yep. You and just watched it as an adult and love it. Yeah. I watched it as an adult only and didn't love it. So I think that's a pretty good uh, pool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the only thing we need now is someone who watched it as a kid and, and hated didn't it. like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's I don't know if, I don't I know if that exists. I, I think, think if so. you watched it See? as a kid, you love it. I think so too. Yep. It's just one of those mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why? Why did? Why is it so great? Why is Guys, it so awesome? It's awesome. It's just it, has, <laughs> it covers every aspect. All right. You've got the wonderful adventure of all the kids, the, all the kids' personalities, and the way that they like all interact with each other you truly believe that they are best friends yeah and that they all like they, i feel like they all mesh together really well and have their own individual personalities and their own um role in the film so i mean you have like you know i, I guess what i should say is like as a, different kids watching it different kids oh, you will can relate with someone. relate with a different person mm-hmm. some people right might relate to chunk you know and that's okay because you know, <laughs> your girl spurt is coming but <laughs> <laughs> other ones will <laughs> relate to da- data and all that but or um, mouth or mouth, mouth. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that was probably you, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I brought him up. No. <laughs> that your nickname? What about mouth? Don't forget about mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Connor? Are you um, Thanos? What's his name in the movie? Uh, the older Brand. brother who's always working out. Brand. 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 Raisin Brand. Raisin Brand. Yeah. Except Brand. that's Raisin Brand. Brand. You're right. It isn't raisin brand. Yeah, it's raisin <laughs> brand. I don't. I don't eat that cereal. I can tell. <laughs> brand Walsh. Brand. Ugh, not even. Is it short for Brandon? It's got to be short for Brandon. No, it's brand. It's straight up brand. Probably. Yeah. Brand. It's probably short for Brandon. Brand. Brandly. Brand. Brandy Walker. Brand. Brandy <laughs> Walker. Hey. Brandy's new nickname, Brand. 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 <laughs> Brand. Hey, there you go. Well, Dana. why did you think it was an 80, 80 worthy? So I, so specifically the cast for me, I think really bumps it up, oh, right? The star power. So from my perspective, watching it later, right? I mean, back then I would not know who Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, any of those guys are. Um Watching yeah. it as an adult, though, it's so cool to see these guys in their element as kids mm. and like doing the the childhood acting thing and it working so well. And the like also picking out other actors in the movie that I know. So like Data, mm-hmm. um, he's in Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's a, he's a little kid in Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the bad guys. I think is hilarious. So the uh, the guy that gets broken out of prison in the beginning. Uh oh, I know who that is. It's Cipher from The Matrix. <gasps> you're right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that too. I know I'm in a couple different. Oh, you're things. thinking of something else. And but that's not the guy broken out of prison in the beginning. The guy that like one fake of the, hung one himself. Of the brothers. Yeah, yeah, one of the brothers. The more oh, the fake hung himself. Who's that guy? So he played a villain in a James Bond movie. Oh. So that's where I know him from. Really? So, okay. And probably right around the same era. I think that was probably. He's got a, he's got a, a villain face, you know? Yeah. Like, like he says in Get Smart, like, oh, that's a bad guy. That's, that's a real bad guy. Yeah. Did you see his face? Like, he looks like an Easter Island head. <laughs> looks like, he's got a bad guy face. Yeah, I think. <laughs> honestly, I think. Uh, License, so he was in License to Kill, I'm pretty sure. And I, oh, that one came okay. out in 
1988. So like three years after the oh, Goonies. So it's okay. kind of, I don't know, it'd be interesting. Um, Something for parents and kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you so, go. License there you to go. kill. And <laughs> so, and I, I think I did read this somewhere where, um, uh, who directed this? Um, it was. Oh, it wasn't Richard Chris Donner. Colum- no, Chris Columbus. He wrote. He wrote. Didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Oh man, love that guy. But right, so the guy, like the director, kind of just let the kids go. Mm. Right, no direction really. Yes, he did, and just let them. And that <laughs> definitely comes out. And that was something that annoyed me you watching it. Yes. And it probably annoyed the heck out of you too, right? Because well, they were like screaming over each other the yes. whole time. And it's it was frustrating it was as so an adult. Hectic. It's very hectic. But I loved knowing it. It with like a real like. But okay, that's how, how kids would that? be. Okay, exactly. I'll give you that. The word is authentic. Okay, it was authentic, yeah. but it was also a little annoying. <laughs> don't you, in Stranger Things, don't you think they would be just yelling out over each other? But they, and they don't. do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they, they do much better. In Stranger Things. They yell I, over each other. I don't points. think so. Oh, all the time. Maybe. Where yeah, I, I can know. just imagine Dustin screaming, you guys. Right, but this is much more authentic because they're just these are kids just screaming. I'm yeah. sure those kids yeah. in Stranger Things had. Right, he's the chunk of the. Well, that's why I appreciated he's um, the personality. Um, Brand and Sean Astin's character that they I felt I felt like they actually delivered their lines more professionally. Like mm. I don't think Sean Astin ever like screamed over somebody or like was in like the. The cat he, fight, he, I mean, he was, did. he like had asthma. So maybe that had part to do with it. Like he just kind of was more soft spoken, yeah. you know, he actually was screaming over it. You just couldn't hear it. That's like, just how he screams. Okay. But yeah, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate yeah. letting kids be kids on screen. Yeah. One thing that I would say kind of brings it down for me. I, I feel like the pacing of the movie is rushed. Mm. And the beginning, the just build up to this adventure is probably the best part of the movie. But like once they're down in the tunnel, to me, it feels like it kind of just flies by. Like one second they're stuck in the fireplace and then two scenes later they're at the pirate ship. That's funny because I actually felt like the beginning was slow. Like it took a really long time to get to like the adventure to them getting to like the old ice cream shop and going and hiding into there and getting into the caves mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's where the story really begins and it becomes great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, as much as I didn't enjoy the, the kids screaming over each other, I did like as a whole, I loved the just adventure story. I think there were small parts of it that I didn't like it's just sprinkled sprinkled throughout the whole movie that kind of like kept knocking it down. But I love the idea and the overall story of just like, oh, yeah, this um, this little kid's adventure where they're, you know, if they find a treasure map and they do the Rise of Skywalker dagger trip where they, <laughs> they hold the That's medallion. The Goonie, it's the Goonies dagger trick. That's yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, That's what they got it from. I cannot believe they stole that from the Goonies. Oh, and I can't believe. That, that's just that, the stupidest that thing was so I've ever. so stupid in Rise of Skywalker. I mean, oh, it wasn't yeah, so bad in this movie. It was terrible no, in Rise of cool Skywalker. it's cool in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's horrible in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. So, <laughs> doesn't, so dumb. doesn't quite fit in oh, Rise no. of Skywalker. I can't. It doesn't make any sense. It's wreckage that was made after the dagger was made. Like, how does that? Is this like supernatural? I don't. I don't get it. That's, yeah, maybe they peered into the future with the force. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's the problem. Magic, the force. It's a 
You can explain everything away. <laughs> you do want to know something cool? The pirate ship was like an actual, they built a actual pirate ship. Oh. And when they Did brought, I when the kids walked in, sail? that was the first time the kids had seen it and when they were wow. filming it. But they were like just so like. The genuine reaction. It was, well, the, the reaction, the first one was like too much so they had to like refilm it oh they were like <laughs> losing their minds yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> they couldn't be that authentic yeah <laughs> that's, too real guys yeah. wow we still need to have tone a movie it, tone it down a little tone bit. it down a minute but <laughs> also the had, this movie has the best monologue of any movie I think I've ever seen in my life oh really the drugs right. are in the drawer the drugs are in the drawer <laughs> what <laughs> never mind nothing <laughs> oh mouth Translating, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah, what, what monologue are you talking about? <laughs> the chunk getting like um, interrogated. Oh, oh, yeah. Tell me everything I ever did. I stole my Mac and Uncle Max's toupee, and I glued it on my face when I played Moses in my Hebrew school play. In fifth grade, I knocked my sister Edie down the stairs, and I blamed it on the dog. So wait, are you telling me that he only ever did one bad thing of note each year, like? Each of his crimes were perfectly separated by grade. Well, I mean, let's be honest, though. Each one of these things are pretty, like, messed up. Like, what is the one? Yeah, but those things could have happened in the same week based on who Chunk is. The worst one is I mixed a pot of fake puke at home and I climbed into this movie theater and hid the puke in my jacket and made the noise. (laughs) And then everyone in the theater started started puking all over over the people in the audience. And this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. (laughs) That was pretty good. That was pretty entertaining. my sister like wanted to get me a mug. Like she found a mug with that on it. And she was like, this just seems like you, Connor. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, I, um, I did have one more. It's not necessarily a listener comment, but my friend um, told me a really interesting tidbit that her grandma, so she's from Oregon, okay, my friend, yeah. and her grandma actually owns and lives in the Goonies house. She does currently? The one that was going to get uh, like bulldozed over to make the golf course or yeah. whatever. Wow. She lives in the house. And people go up to all the like Goonies fans, mm-hmm. go up to it. They, they like, they want to go inside and take a tour, see the broken statue. <laughs> see the- <laughs> no, but she said one lady got like super ticked off because like her grandma didn't let her inside. Like, ah, oh, nah, just leave me alone, you know? So the lady squatted down in the front yard and just peed all over the yard no way yeah wow well you know the she built like a there's like a fence around it now so you can't even see the house anymore oh really yeah because i tried to go see it when Uh, what are you kidding you no 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 you tried to go visit this house i tried to go visit the house so i was on the oregon coast it's in like astoria i think yeah 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 that's the yeah that's the actual town and so um I was like right by there and I was going to, we were going to drive up. And so we Googled where it was Wow! and it shot a picture of it. And it said like, there was a blog that said, Hey, like they put up a fence. Like it's not even worth it. You can't even see the house anymore. Wow. Probably because people were peeing on the yard, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't blame her. Wow. Like, That's insane. Man. Yeah. I would never think to visit that house. No, that's not something no, that I would never <laughs> think of that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well, what about education? Education. All right, you guys. 
Let me, sorry, I'm running a little behind today. <laughs> Come on, my, you don't have this by heart? Let me pull up my notes. By now, you don't just know? Trust me, you don't want me to pull this out of my heart right now. <laughs> pull it out of your brain, pull it out of your heart. <laughs> pull it out of my butt. <laughs> uh, what are the themes of the movie here? This is what we're looking for in education. The underlying morals or concepts the movie is trying to pass on to the viewer. Does it have worth? Is it trying to engage you mentally or, or psychologically? Is it trying to teach you something? Mm-hmm. So, did you feel taught? Did you feel taught? I felt taught. <laughs> there are some things in there. So, what did you give so. it? Um, I gave this a 70 okay. out of 100. There were some good things in there. I really liked the whole um, story arc between Brand Brand mm-hmm. and whoever the his the love interest was. Oh, okay. Um, I already forgot her name. I, I just had it up, but, um, you know, I mean the whole like interaction between them and how you saw, um, it's kind of that classic high school, like trope of she's going out with like the quarterback, you know, the mm-hmm. jock and, but he's a pig, like he's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. trying to peer up her skirt with the, with the car mirror. Which like, how does that work with the rear view mirror? That's like way farther above, like. Uh, is there uh, like a mirror like down on the seat? See, that's, that's the real pig move. Yeah, yeah. you have the <laughs> you have a whole mirror system. So it's you just can, all kind of. I'm just really safety conscious. Okay. Yeah. Gotta check every mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. What did you think, Andy? Uh, sixty-five. Sixty-five. Yep. Okay. I um, I actually. I haven't given my rating yet. I don't know. I need you guys to convince me what what oh. kind of morals and <laughs> theme this was trying to pass on. So I'll let you guys try to sway me of what my score would be. Um, so you're saying, Connor, you like the story arc. What what else? What other kind of like what was the moral of the story? Do you feel like? Um, well, I think it was just really the moral of the story was. Um, I mean, basically, I don't know how else to put it more eloquently, but like, just be like good to people. I mean, mm. you have brand that, you know, he obviously he has ulterior motives, but he saves the girl and he's not just like a scumbag that's trying to peer up her, her shirt and mm-hmm. her skirt and things like that. And then you have chunk who, um, befriends like this, you know, this sloth, this, yeah, this uh, deformed man who everyone else is scared of, even his own family, they chained him to the uh-huh, to the yeah. basement. And then you have Mikey, who's trying to you know keep his whole um, crew together and to save his his parents, to mm-hmm. save the community. Yeah, basically yeah. from being- and even um, in the end, it was his I guess kindness towards One Eyed Willie. Like he had some kind of bond or moment with him. He's like, that's what made it so that they didn't set off the final booby trap. Like, You're no, right. no, leave that for One-Eyed Willie. Like, he's just, like, kindly leaving some for him. It's re- yeah, respect. Yeah, respect. Respect, man. Respect. So, yeah, okay, I, I can see that. That's a good, solid theme woven throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Just being kind. Yeah. Um, except when they make poor Chunk do the... Truffle shuffle. Truffle shuffle. Well, that was yeah. mouth, okay? Mouth. Uh, yeah, mouth, mouth is, was not uh, so kind. He was, he's got a mouth on that one. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, Mikey. Yeah, that's another Stranger Things reference, man. He's like the leader of that gang. Mike is the leader of the Stranger Things game. You're right. So, you got a point. You boom. Gotta, you all got the references, man. All the references. 
All right. Did you see anything else, Sandy? In the entertainment? Um, I really like what Connor was saying. I think those themes, especially just how they are helping out their parents, hmm. I think are, are more of the stronger ones. But one thing I kind of want to point out is the fact that for the audience, the it really teaches imagination mm. and like bring that out. Um, Cause oftentimes kids are like, Oh, you know, don't, Oh, pirate ship. No, that's nothing. You know, that's just, just uh, something fun. You're just a kid, you know, don't do that. But these kids actually go out and do it. Yeah. And it's just unbelievable, unbelievable what happens at the end that they come out with all this treasure and, and see the pirate ship sailing. So, yeah, just having being able to just expand your imagination, I think, is really good and um, engaging for the audience. And I mean, other than that, like, I don't know. There's not much else for education, but mm-hmm. I feel like the the morals of the story, right, are are pretty good and like. It's, it's good to always have that balance among the actors of like this kid's kind of the leader. Yeah. This kid's the mouthy one, mm-hmm. figure speech. Um, <laughs> you got the older brother looking out for him. Yeah. Um, two girls kind of balance it out. Good balance, yeah. Yeah, I think it's good uh, to that they include that and like it's yeah. part of the movie. So something, um, something that kind of made me sad watching this movie was how we've kind of lost that that um that imagination imaginative the imaginative piece that you're talking about where yeah. like nowadays kids don't go up in their attic and explore the stuff in the in the old treasure chest and look at maps and all that's like it's just all phones it, you know we've just become such a society that's focused wow. on screens it's that, that Fortnite like, and that minecraft oh it's mm. the Fortnite. <laughs> i mean it's all screens you know i mean your your phone is like designed to addict you and distract you. And Mm -hmm. I think there's studies that like the average person touches their screen like 6,000 times, like something crazy amount of times a day, just like always checking your screen. And like you get screen reports and what does it say? Four hours a day. How, how long are you on your screen? You know, like, so I feel like that made me sad. 45. Oh really? Yeah. That's, that's me too, man. Really? Yeah. That's solid. Um, But but I just think, I wonder if that could be part of the education. Like if a kid were to watch this movie now, would it possibly awaken that in them Mm, to like, oh, you know what? What am I doing? Just like wasting away in front of a screen. Why don't I go outside and have an adventure? You know, like, yeah, maybe I'm not going to find an actual real treasure map. But like I said, when I was a kid, I, we would make up stories like that. We would just like, Imagine that it was happening. We would have tons yeah. of fun. Go explore that like ditch down there. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I feel like it's it's like almost an attention span issue now, sure. right? Where screens and apps and games on phones are designed to just get what is it called? Um, that brain chemical, um, dopamine. dopamine. Yeah, it's, everything's a dopamine rush now. It's right? a dopamine hit. Yeah. And so, the idea of wandering out anywhere for more than ten minutes, yeah, would just not be realistic. I, I mean, it like. is tough in Arizona because 
for several months of the year it's just like you can't go outside <laughs> it's swelteringly yeah. hot but yeah so like yeah and somewhere like oregon it's maybe more possible but yep. i think and that's where dogs. the education comes through for me like i really like what you guys said but i think for the what is passing on to the viewer the value of it is hopefully this would maybe inspire somebody to get up and yeah. go have some good clean fun yeah so i'll give it a 67 i'm right in between you guys nice that's good yeah i like that that inspiration it's inspirational it yeah. is very inspirational even yeah, yeah even i it was makes inspired. me want to go explore yeah let's, let's go, go. Really let's go adventure guys we're gonna have sleepovers <laughs> and we're gonna explore ditches and yeah. well honestly it's not even that hard to do like even as like parents caleb you're the only parent here mm -hmm. but who says you can't create a treasure map for your kid? Yeah. And mm. actually have something hidden over there. Yeah. You know, something fun. You can create that. Yeah. Yeah. You can, I you mean, can do something. I mean, not a pirate. I mean, oh man, if you want to do a pirate ship, I'm all on board <laughs> with that. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's hard in Arizona, but like, yeah, even like creating a pillow fort or something like that can be a pirate ship or mm -hmm. a cave or, you know, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely the, the most fun thing. Like every day. My son will ask me if we're up in the loft to be like fort, like build a fort. Let's like he's <laughs> he asks me every day to make yeah. one. So he's he's got it <laughs> a little bit, but yeah, I definitely see that as a value for mm -hmm. sure. That imagination. What about influence? Final Ooh. category. So with influence, we're looking at the context of the film, how it connects to history and culture. Uh, is the movie timeless? Did it change or better society? And what kind of impact it had on pop culture. I'm giving this full points, yo. No 100. way. 100. Yes. Okay. Well deserved. Very well deserved, I believe. I'm going with 80. Ooh. Oh, awesome. Oh, Still my highest in. score, but. Oh, wow. But not disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you go with, Connor? I'm going with 88, you guys. 88? Wow. I thought oh, you would have right. gone higher. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Influence is always a hard one for me to really like yeah. wrap my, my brain around. But so let me let me start off with this. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked how much of an impact this movie has had on these other kid adventure movies, like Stranger Things. There's Easter eggs and references all over the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um there's Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Totally. Circle back to that. Thing yeah. Again, yeah. But. Rise of Skywalker. But the quotes like, hey, you guys. Um, yeah. Which that's quoted like throughout the, movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Truff, truffle shuffle. Such a big impact on pop <laughs> culture. Right. <laughs> um, and I, I think this movie is pretty timeless. Um, it's use of like an actual setting like this town in Oregon and then going down into this tunnel. Um, and then I'm all the way up to the pirate ship, right? Like yeah. nothing is just created out of CGI minus the ship at the very end. But yeah, that wasn't great, but yeah, but everything else, I feel like it holds up and uh, I don't know about you, Connor, since you're the only one who saw it as a kid, but do you, when was the last time you watched it? Cause you didn't watch it recently. It's only, it's, I mean, it's been a couple of years, but, um, I felt like it held up very well. Yeah. I mean, 
I still felt like the suspense when they're like playing the bone piano. Oh yeah. And um <laughs> <laughs> uh like the scene where they go they're all going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And like the the chick sneaks in and kisses Mikey on accident. Oh yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. Like, does Brand have braces? <laughs> oh, different. Oh well. Like I feel I mean, even look look at our listener comments. I everybody or people who reviewed it on our post, people who did watch as a kid love it to this day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. And they continue to have an influence on I feel like it influenced the genre of kid shows or kid adventure movies. Sure. Um and one comes to mind is DuckTales. I don't know if you guys ever watched DuckTales Duck as a Tales? kid. No, I never oh, watched Oh, man. That. Isn't that like Donald Duck's nephews or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, oh, such good shows. Um, <laughs> that comes straight from it, I think. Um, and like, I, and it's a bigger influence, in my opinion, than E.T. Like, E.T. Is, has almost really? a sub-genre of adding a sci-fi element to it. But there's... there's always something there um, from the Goonies that makes it more, I guess, realistic. I'm going to say it's got that Spielberg charm. Yeah. There's something about Spielberg in the 80s that he just has knocked it out of the park. It just makes all of these really, like, I guess even the 90s and early 2000s just makes these really memorable. I mean, and like even Jaws. When when, when did Jaws come out? Was that seventies? Seventy nine or something, right? So he 76. just he just rules every decade, man. <laughs> you just can't beat him. I know it's really true. He's he's truly a master. But mm-hmm. also, did you guys know that there's a connection between Goonies and Gremlins? Yes, yes. I heard like, it this so time. Cool. You heard it this time. Yeah, Isn't yeah. It so awesome. That's Chunk so cool. is always calling into the police office with crazy stories. And- or uh, mouth mouth is. No, I thought it was Chunk. No, it's like he's he's always he was calling the police, right? Yeah, because he's like in trouble. So, but he's the, trying to get him to come rescue him. The connection is Mouth is played by Corey Feldman, and Corey Feldman is also in Goonies, or oh. is also in Gremlins. Gremlins. And, and so, the, the police officer's like, oh, just like the last time when there are these little creatures that come on and you, they multiply when you get them water when on you them get or them, something. Yeah, yeah. like something like that. So <laughs> oh, I always yeah. thought that was the coolest thing. I'm like, we should do a crossover movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I don't think Gremlins deserves to be on the top mm-hmm. 100. I love that movie. I like it more yeah. than Goonies, but it doesn't deserve to be on the top no. 100. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you guys said it. The influence is there. I mean, you've got quotes like like Brand said. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, and I've talked at length about how Stranger Things has drawn influence from this yeah. inspiration. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, of course, it is, it is a classic. Like, everybody has heard of the Goonies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like, not everyone's seen it. They're but. still making shirts. Like I see, yeah. see shirts that say target excels them. like Goonies never say die. And yeah, you know, it's very much in pop culture. It very much is still around and still a staple of pop culture. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. I got to say though, I really, I really don't like the, Hey, you guys reference. Hey, I'm so tired, guys. Hey, I'm so tired. 
hard. It's so, I mean, yeah, it's, inf- it's influential. It's everywhere, but it's like so overused. I'm so tired of it. Really? <laughs> I just don't. I, how is that even so, inf- it's, it's a common phrase. Hey, you guys, how is that worth quoting? Just because he <laughs> says it weird. It's how he says it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, hey, you guys. I mean, it's I like guess that, like, melodic, in the movie like, it makes it is more impactful because he doesn't really speak that much. So like, oh, he's he says a full phrase, yeah. you know. Mostly he's just like grunting and yelling, but he actually says words here. So I, I get why it's important, but I'm so afraid. <laughs> so if your if your kid came to you at the end at the end of one day after him being gone all day. And says, hey, look, I found this guy. Can we adopt him? <laughs> Would you adopt oh my him, goodness. you guys? Come on. Let's be. Let's. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're going to come live with me now. You're gonna come He's the me. full decision maker in that household. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's like, well, as long as he brings in some money, go uh, go uh, load freight on the ships or yeah, something. Yeah, go. <laughs> Go on Earn a keep, boat. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. Wow, that's um. Any that's it. No more thoughts. Mm. No, not really. I know. I don't know. There's just. I think we've said a lot about the Goonies, and yeah, it's a great film. It has been decided by yes by our by our scores. So I just our, kind of like eyeballed our scores, and I think I got you. You peeking at my notes over here, man. What do you mean? <laughs> So our overall entertainment score was 74, which is great. Education was 67.3, which is good. And then influence was 89.3, which is awesome. I love when that happens. I love when they're like each in a different um, like category. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this was strongest in influence, um, followed by entertainment and then lower lowest in education. But our average then our total score is 76.9 wow meaning it is great yeah squarely it's like on the upper end of great almost awesome you know what it i think that's fair yeah and you know what i obviously that's higher than my personal score would be for it but when it comes to our lineup of all of like we've done like 20 something movies by now yeah it falls right in between it's right under die hard and above pulp fiction what? That's, it beat Pulp Fiction? It beat Pulp Fiction. I can Ooh. see that. And you know what? I 100% agree. Who, I think this is, who that's exactly Pulp where Fiction? this belongs. I can't remember which one of you, you posers. <laughs> you <laughs> tanked it? But I mean, it, it, that means we think it's better than Pulp Fiction, The Mummy, Top Gun, No Country for Old Men, Harry Met Sally, Avatar. Like Those are the ones that are under this. But it did not yeah. beat Die Hard or Sixth Sense or Interstellar. The Matrix. I'm, that's, that's right fair. where it belongs, man. Yeah. That is, I, I am, I fully stand by that. And you know what? The listeners, they thought it was better. They, they their average was 82.9. Yeah. That mm. feels right. A lot of people that commented are nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. Very hip, like a lot of Goonies fans of commenting. Goonies fans. So that makes sense. But yeah, I, um, I think we nailed it guys. I think we, this one, we put it where it belongs. Yeah. It belongs yeah. exactly there on the list. Yep. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to well, have to watch this movie this week. 
No, it's, it is no, a no. great summertime movie. You need movie. to go That's and finish Stranger Things, man. Oh. That's what you need to watch. No, this is way better. This is way better. <laughs> no, no, no. Stranger Things is the best thing that's happened to TVs for like since the last season came out. Oh my! Since season three, okay. Mm. I think Caleb, you ride the hype train. That's what. That's what you do. No, this is my favorite All show, right. man. You, you know, that's yeah. That's why I wanted to do Goonies because I'm like, yeah, it's it's like similar. We're riding the hype train of Stranger Things. Like, I yeah. I enjoyed watching Goonies in between Volume One and Two of the Season Four Stranger Things because I felt like it helped me ride Appre- the appreciate hype. it more. Yeah, like. yeah. All right, I. We could end it here, but I, I'm down to talk and debate Stranger Things right now, too. Ooh, a little bonus. A little bonus. Stay in the next five you minutes. You always just like fade out the music right now. But, yeah. But let's talk. Yeah, what, what do let's you- Let's do it. Wait, Connor hasn't seen Stranger Things. Though. Yeah. Well, no, but- Well, I've seen like every- Spoiler-free yeah, discussion. Okay. Yeah, up to part season four, volume two. You saw yeah. volume one, right? I've seen volume one. Mm. Like I, my personal feelings with Stranger Things is the magic- that I felt when it first came out, I feel like it, it's just stretched thin now. Really? And I, it mm. partly b- is because the actors are getting much more older and they're taking different directions with the show to make yeah. it more adult themes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they got to. Yeah. They have to. I felt like I, I do agree with you. Like the, some of the magic has been lost, but I also have a different um, like viewpoint on it. Like when I, well, I still remember watching season one of Stranger Things and like how captivating it was, yeah. how suspenseful it was. Oh. And it was just, it was so amazing. So good. And when I would try to go back and rewatch it when season three, I think it was when season three came out, I tried to go back and rewatch season one. And I just couldn't do it. It didn't have the same. It's suspense. not. It isn't rewatchable. I'll give you that. It was a Which little one? Bit slower. Season, season one. one because there's an element of mystery no. to it. And when you have a mystery that's already been solved, it's hard to rewatch the mystery. It is hard to rewatch it versus season two and season three. It is more of like an adventure. Yeah, like there's still I mystery agree. and still things, but it is tech really more of the adventure and the yeah and the overall story. That's that's true. I agree with Dude, that. For me, Stranger Things just keeps getting better and better and better. Like yeah. it is just such a well-told story. I love the character development. Like is unmatched, and I feel like lately I've seen some real stinkers of television shows. I mean, like coming right off of the end of Kenobi, I cannot tell you how disappointed I am with Kenobi. Oh my! And yeah. like I feel yeah. like after watching Volume Two of Stranger Things. It has ruined all TV shows for me. Like I couldn't even watch anything the the day after. I'm like, no, I, I can't do it. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing will compare. And it just made Kenobi even worse because I'm like, wow, that was such crap. Terrible. I do. Acting, I do say writing, this. Terrible everything. After just the Stranger Things series, um, I think the Duffer Brothers would mm-hmm. be perfect directors for a Star Wars trilogy. Because they can pan movies? out, yes, really, okay. yes, because they can pan out a series, yeah, a story. They can get a story, man. They can really nail down a story, yes, and build it up and actually make it go somewhere that makes sense. Yeah, make it go somewhere that makes sense and have a lot of hype around it. Yeah. The problem is 
the Star Wars property is too like there's too much like writing on it. Like people, there's too yeah. many expectations. Like they they could do something all on their own. I think if if they or they took something Star Wars and like if they did like a Mandalorian where it's like yeah, not connected to anything. That's else. what they need to do is they need to stop bringing in characters that we know and love. Make a completely and new make story, it something new. Yeah, and they could do. I mean, if they did like a Star Wars horror. Thing, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be exactly so cool. Which I guess I heard that they're do kind like, of yeah, trying go to like do that a, with the acolyte, It's like the comic but, books, the the tales from Vader's castle. Like do something like that. Do a spinoff of yeah. like when you look those at Vader's castle stories. Um, the the other thing is it's Disney and like everything from Disney has that major Disney touch mm-hmm. where it's mm. for kids. So it's it's it, it'd be a gamble for them because they're like, no, kids are our biggest audience. Blah blah blah. We're gonna lose viewers. No, you're not. It's Star <laughs> Wars. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just take a risk. Make it something that is somewhat. I mean, we even debated earlier. Like, is Stranger Things for kids? Is it not? You know, you, they can write the line. Duff Rosa could write in that line. Yeah, yeah, man. But seriously, I'm just like so sad that it's over. I'm like, wow. I've never been this sad about a show ending. I mean, I know it's not done, done, but I'm like, oh, I want to just like turn on another episode of Stranger Things tonight. But it's over. You're well, gonna have to wait another year. So this year is and a half. probably a year and a half. Yeah. This is my gripe about at least with the current season. Um, minor spoilers, but. With how they went back and kind of rewrote the the lore and the meaning of the story, right? To include new things, expand it. So now if you were going to go back and watch season one, mm-hmm. it's an entirely different lens. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not not necessarily that it was the intent. still makes sense though. Yeah, yeah. When the first season came out and the sure. second season, right? But I don't think they retconned anything from season one. Like- they still took everything and well, they they like blew it up, yeah, right? yeah. But I don't think they needed to blow it up, and in, in the sense of like blowing up a balloon, mm-hmm. not like like making yeah, everything like, bigger. Like it was, oh, it was just the Demogorgon, and it yeah, was just yeah. this one instance. But now it's like, oh, it's just grand, whole, larger scheme of things, a larger scope. Um, yeah, because then I, but I'll reference Jurassic World in the new the new sequels like you're gonna end up writing a check that you can't cash Mm, when it comes to time to end the series on a big note because it's gonna be so hyped up and it's like okay can they satisfy the caleb's they're catching my checks can they satisfy the homies of the world homies Homies group it's yeah it's true i mean there's always that that question of when any great show is ending. Yeah. I mean, is can they end it well? See, I have a hope though, because they do have an end already. Like they they are season five is the end where it's not like The Walking Dead should have ended like three seasons ago, but they just kept going and then it became garbage. Where yeah. this, like, okay, <laughs> it is building, it's getting bigger and bigger, but there is an actual end in sight. They finally reached the top level big bad guy, and now they're gonna be able to like fully defeat hopefully and then wrap up the story where like walking dead is just always something new always and you know bigger yeah better and it just gets worse and worse so i just made this connection in my head they kind of did the mcu approach where you have the earlier movies like uh iron man one two 
Um, the stuff where it's like loosely not necessarily directly about the infinity stones. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, everything's building up to this, this moment. And now we have this bad guy. Um, I mean, shoot Star Wars at it too, right? With Palpatine and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is that the approach that they're going to take where it's like, okay, we have this one big bad guy, but then, oh, just kidding. Here's, here's the bigger bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's how I well, think all it's going. All I can going. say, man, is I'm so jealous of you, Connor, that you still have three and a half hours of Stranger Things content to watch. Three and a half? <laughs> is it two episodes? Two it's episodes. two episodes. Oh, man. It's like an hour and a half and a two and a like half a hour. Movie. It's like four hours of content. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, buckle up, buddy. Oh, I wish I could go back. And watch it again. You know, what, you know what's really funny? The first is time. My coworker today was like, Connor, you lied to me. It's only one episode. So I don't know where she messed up, but apparently she's only seen one episode of Stranger, the second part of Stranger Things. Oh, me? geez. You're, yeah, you're going to have to write that wrong, man. I know. I'm going to go. <laughs> I need to go figure that out right now. Oh, man. That's so funny. I feel like, yeah, you could probably skip episode one eight or whatever like and go to the last one it's episode all like, one part two it's all part, yeah part two, two episode one yeah because then it it's all built up for episode the, the i wonder if that's what she episode. did on accident she probably did yeah she's like where did they get all this stuff how did they prepare <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> where did all that come from okay i guess <laughs> this, right. i guess this works <laughs> kind of speeding along 